It is a jam-packed week 14 in the NFL with playoff implications all over the place. Some of the big games include Cowboys, Bears, and Patriots hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. What's going on, guys? It's Thursday night, Always 100 Podcast, live, Blog Talk Radio, blogtalkradio.com. Call in number, always there for you, 347-857-4368, 347-857-4368. I am joined, as always, by my esteemed co-host, my mom, Mona. How are you? Hey, what's going on, Quinn? And, sorry, my mouse got stuck. And joined, as always, by the other esteemed co-host on the Always 100 podcast, Michael Trevor. What's going on? Hey, what's up, Quinn? Having a good uh, day? Not much. Yeah, yeah, another great day, great day in the NFL, man. All right, look, 60-minute show here. Because somebody on this on this panel uh, has a vested interest in the game we're going to start talking about right now. We're going to get into it, and we'll save all the reaction and some of the other stuff if time permits. But mom, let's get it here. You know I'm you know I'm coming with you. This is a massively important game for the Dallas Cowboys. Some call it a must win, others don't. You're at the Chicago Bears. You're favored by three points. The floor is yours. Thursday night football, Dallas, Chicago. Yes, it is a must-win game. As the rest of the season, each week is a must-win game. So it's interesting. Chicago and Dallas both have six and six records. They're almost identical in some regards. It's really kind of scary. But uh, – the matchup tonight is going to be Dallas's offense versus Chicago's defense. So Dallas has the number one overall defense with 432.8 yards per game. And uh, my fan, uh, my favorite, uh, I can't even talk, my favorite quarterback, Dak Prescott, is leading with 3,788 yards with 8.5 yards per attempt. So he's doing a great job leading the NFL. But as you often say, Quinn, yards don't equal wins and don't equal points all the time either. So we've got to do a better job of taking those yards and converting them into points. Now, what I think is interesting about this game for Dallas' offense is they can really take advantage of Chicago's secondary because typically – the cornerbacks for Chicago don't travel with the receivers. So Prince Amakamura, who is doubtful for tonight, I I might add, uh, he wouldn't be traveling, for example, with Amari Cooper everywhere he goes. So that leaves Amakamura and Fuller to really probably cover Michael Gallup and Randall Cobb, but not necessarily Amari Cooper. Now, Amari Cooper is on the cusp of getting 1,000 yards, and I'm sure he'll go over that. Uh, this game, because he's got 971 for the year so far and seven touchdowns. Michael Gallup, though, he's the number two receiver. He has 796 yards. So he's potentially going to probably get another 100-plus yards this game as well. Um, so I like the matchup there between Dallas's offense versus Chicago's secondary. Uh, now on the flip side, you have Dallas defense versus uh, Chicago's offense. 
And thankfully, Mitch Trubisky is the 26th ranked quarterback in the league with uh, 2,196 yards with an average of 6.1 yards per attempt and 199.6 yards a game. So if you have Dallas's defense, which really features Robert Quinn, that's had nine and a half sacks, Marcus Ware with five sacks, and Michael Bennett with Malik Collins totaling seven sacks, that's going to be something that Trubisky's going to have a really hard time getting around. So I think even with Van Der Esch and Jeff Heath and Antoine Woods all being out on our defense, I believe that our defense should be able to get in there, get some pressure on Trubisky, make him have some errant throws, and hopefully we'll now get more than the four interceptions that we have on a season. That's it, four interceptions. I'm hoping that Trubisky can at least uh, double that, (laughs) our total for this game and for the season. So that's my overall thought on what's happening. Uh, Dallas, to me, will win. Uh, I know they're favored by three, but I think they will win by uh, at least uh, 14 points tonight. All right. That's great analysis. Great job by you. Uh, Uncle Trevor, get in here. Uh, what are your thoughts on what Mom had to say, and uh, what are your thoughts on the game? I mean, that was a great statistical analysis of the two teams. I choose to go with the eye test and with and, and prior experience. I mean, Dallas went to Detroit and had a good passing game, and everyone thought how great they are, but Mitch Trubisky, probably one of the worst quarterbacks in the league, lit up Detroit for 338 yards. That kind of perspective that Detroit gained for Dallas and what they were able to do to Dallas. Everyone can pass on Detroit. Even Mitch Trubisky. He really, he really lived his North Carolina days last week. Oh, God. Now, <laughs> he doesn't need to see Asante Maddox or whatever, Vontae Maddox. He found a new a new somebody to beat up on in Detroit. But I I just looks like I saw no way that Dallas could beat Buffalo. All all I envisioned in my dreams this past week or nightmares, I guess, whatever side you want to look at it, is the Bears defense swarming on Prescott and Prescott in panic, getting hit left and right. I, I just the Bears are going to probably hit him a lot tonight. They're going to sack him. They're going to rattle him. They're probably going to force him some turnovers. I don't. I do not see any way that Dallas is going to move the ball significantly on the Bears' defense. Now, on the flip side, Trubisky is a bad quarterback. He's embarrassing. But Dallas on the road is embarrassing with their defense. So it's like a, like a tie. Like, who's going to win? Bad quarterback versus a bad defense. Since the Bears are at home, I, I would give them a the slight edge. I mean, Trubisky, he might throw two or three interceptions, and he might get a touchdown. That might be all the Bears need. Because I really don't see the Cowboys doing much on offense. My, my pick is the Bears 21, Cowboys 14. All right, so both of you made great points. I 
I, I, I have a hard time picking this game, honestly, because, quite frankly, both these teams are atrocious. They're, they're, they stink. Both, both of them do. Let's just be honest here. The Cowboys have a great offense. They have a really good offense and a suspect defense or a defense that chooses to show up some weeks and other weeks not. Um, Dak Prescott picked a really bad day to, to have his worst game uh, last Thursday against the Buffalo Bills. Quite frankly, he just wasn't very good. Um, I understand he threw for a whole lot of yards. And, yes, Bob, yards do not win games. Uh, the Cowboys' defense is a great um, embodiment of that because your team is one of only three teams in this league this season to have a top 10 offense and a top 10 defense. So, um, people, you know, that, that that's what the numbers say. Do you play like it? No, you don't. The other two teams play like they have a top 10 offense and defense. Um, that's, what's, that's what's wrong with the Cowboys. Now, the Cowboys are saved, simply put, because they play in the NFC East, which is atrocious. I mean, it like, understand the Cowboys are 6-6 six and six in first place. The Eagles, who I picked, and I think Uncle Trevor, I think you may have picked them at the beginning of the year to win this division too, because um, I know I did, but I said they'll win by a tiebreaker. They're five and seven. They got receivers who can't catch, and they went down to Florida and couldn't stop Miami. I mean, couldn't stop anybody wearing teal, teal and white. It was unbelievable. It, it's so bad for the Eagles. A punter threw a touchdown pass to a kicker. Okay, so the Cowboys are in a division where, you know, I, I think the Cowboys win more than eight games, but they'll be nine and seven, and that's good enough to win the division. Um, so there's that. Um, as far as the Bears, look, the Bears are a defensive team, okay? David Montgomery, I like him. I like him. If, I, if I'm if i Matt Nagy, I'm going to try and feature Montgomery a lot. Uh, for my sake, uh, Allen Robinson, I do have him in fantasy tonight. So um, if you could uh, throw – Mitch, you could throw Allen Robinson the ball like you keep doing. That'd be we, we would appreciate that at least on my end. Um, so that that's who you got to throw the ball to. Now, Mom, to your point, uh, Prince of Mukamara is not playing. Prince of Mukamara is out. Uh, so yeah, so Amari Cooper might have a field day, or Michael Gallup might have a field day because it really it's not like Mukamara was that good anyway. So, you know, but the Bears, unlike the Cowboys, take the football away defensively, and guys, Khalil Mack still plays for them. And as long as you got Khalil Mack, you got a shot. If I'm the Cowboys, I'm putting two people on Khalil Mack and taking my chances with everybody else. Um, because 52 and blue, I, 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 can, I can tell you this, 52 and blue, yeah, he, he can wreck your game. Um, you want to win this game, you better block Khalil Mack. That's all I'm going to tell you. Um, I don't care how many people you put on him. Make sure that guy don't doesn't hit your quarterback. You can take your chances with everybody else. Um, and also, my deal is it's not as cold um, as it was. I, I was thinking it was going to be. It's actually in the 40s, going to get down to the 30s tonight. So, 
I, I think the weather will be fine for both teams. Um, to me, this game comes down to, to the Cowboys are going in the wrong direction and, quite frankly, have no business winning this game. Um, and the reason you would pick the Bears is because they're at home. Because, I, I, honestly, if I could not make a pick, I wouldn't make a pick. But um, I think – I guess I'll pick the Cowboys – I'm not real confident about this. I, 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 I'll pick the Cowboys somewhere along the lines of, you know, 21, 21 to 16. or No, I, no, that's not it. I, I said, um, yeah, like Dallas 22, Chicago 19, something like that. It's a field goal game. Um, it's going to be cold. It's going to be low scoring. You got, both got good defenses. Um, but the Cowboys could make a big statement here tonight. Yeah, they don't beat good teams, but you know what? It doesn't matter. If you win games in the NFL, it's hard to do. So the Cowboys need to win this game because you know what? Hey, who knows, man? You might you have to root for Eli Manning Monday night. Who knows? He, he might just come out and give you a, a vintage Eli performance and bury the Eagles for you if you get the done if you get the job done here tonight. So that's something, that's a lot you got to think about. And my last thing, hey, hey, Dallas, can you remember that Zeke Elliott plays for you and get him the ball, get the best running back in football? Could you give him the ball? Give him the ball 25 times, 30 times. You can't give the guy 12 carries and think that's enough for him. You can't. You have to get Zeke the ball. We understand Zach is playing, Zach is playing for a contract, but – Excuse me, that guy's gonna that guy's gonna run you to places in concert with Dak Prescott. That you can't you can't you gotta give your best players the football and the Cowboys. I think I've forgotten that Zeke Elliott plays for them. So maybe tonight they'll force feed Zeke Elliott and remember that he does play for the Cowboys and he might have his hundred yards and fifty or sixty yards receiving and the Cowboys will win a low-scoring game. That's my thoughts. And, I just want to add that yeah, for, yeah, for the running game, they're going to have to rely on Zeke because Tony Pollard is out. So they don't even have him as a alternate or, uh, you know, try to shake things up because it's going to be all Zeke. I don't even know who's backing up Pollard, to be honest with you. So um, that's going to be an interesting uh, event for – Kellen Moore trying to figure out how do we give Zeke some rest, but also use him fully in the running game. So we'll see how that plays out. And also I saw that Danny Trevathan for the the Bears is out as well. So we'll see. I think it's going to be a good game. I don't think it's going to be as low scoring as, as you guys believe, because I think we're going to get, you know, over 30 points on our side at least. So we'll you, you really think oh, – oh. Over thirty points against the the Bears don't have the Bears don't have Kansas City's defense. You know, like they they got they got a good defense there, huh? Yeah, but you know what? I still think that we can we can do better. Um, Connor Williams though is out. I got to see if Fulo is going to you know shore up that part of the offensive line for Dak, um, and hopefully Tyron Smith is at his best and everybody else. So we'll we'll see. But I have a good feeling about how this is going to turn out tonight. 
All right. Well, we're going to find out. Khalil Mack is hungry. <laughs> Khalil, Khalil Mack is hungry. For, for a Dak burger. Daddy. The, the Mac Mac Daddy Daddy burger. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Let's go. Let's go. The next one's going to be a hell of a game, and we're we're keeping you uh, till uh, about five or ten minutes before kickoff, and we're going to preview all the biggest games. Uh, that's Thursday night preview on the Always One Hundred podcast. You're listening live on Blog Talk Radio on blogtalkradio.com. I'm Quinn, joined by Mona and Uncle Trevor. Um, let's go to look at the games for this week. And we all decided on five five games, the five most important games here. Um, Buffalo hosting the Ravens, New Orleans and San Fran, who, which could determine the number one seed potentially. Tennessee and Oakland, which could – have a major implications on the number six seed in the AFC playoffs, KC and New England. I mean, because that that's a big game just because it's a big game. And also, New England's fighting for not only the number one seed in the AFC, but also the division. And Kansas City's looking uh, to shore up the AFC West uh, when they, if they win a couple more games. And then we're going to go to Los Angeles for Sunday Night Football to talk about the Seattle Seahawks who all they, all they do is win close games. I didn't told you. I didn't told both of y'all. All Seattle does is win close games, and they won another one. And they're facing the Rams Sunday night, currently the NFC's number two seed and leading the A- NFC West. So those are the five games, and we are going to start in Buffalo. And we're going to start in Buffalo because it's a very big game. Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, are at the Buffalo Bills, favored by five and a half points. Um, And I'll start here because it's got a lot more importance to me, especially for the teams that I root for. Um, Quite honestly, I want this to end the tie. I don't want want either one of these teams to win, to be honest with you. Um, But the team I want to win less is the Baltimore Ravens because they have the number one seed. And you know what? If I don't, if I don't have to go to Baltimore for the AFC Championship game, uh, yeah, I'd take it if I'm the Patriots. So uh, the Patriots are the biggest Buffalo Bills fans this week, uh, and then we'll figure out the AFC East when it comes. So, but let, let, I'll just be honest here: what Lamar Jackson is doing is absolutely unbelievable. This guy, to me, is the MVP of the league. I know what Russell Wilson's doing, but he had a pedestrian um he had a pedestrian game by his standards, only like two hundred and forty yards, you know, and a couple touchdowns. But Lamar what Lamar's doing against top flight defenses, I mean they're they're he's just out here making people look foolish. Um and on a side note, Tim Ryan, why would you say something so stupid as to what you said? That that is dumb to say that Lamar's skin color and black jersey makes him hide the football better. What kind of, that that is just that's lazy analysis and, and absolutely stupid, dude. That's not true. Like if, I, if that was the case there'd be a lot a lot of people would do a better job than what Lamar's doing. That's not the case because there's only one Lamar Jackson. You can't duplicate him. Okay? Like that's idiotic and you know you were wrong for that. Um so, you know, he'll learn from that and hopefully not 
make a make an ass of himself and say that say stupid stuff like that anymore on can he knew exactly what he was saying he's older than trev and i put together <laughs> he knew I, what I he was saying that, but I, that don't make it any less stupid that that is dumb well, no that's, no that's, that's, that's that's dumb a, is not the word to use for that what, what, what's the word then what, he was, what, that's what, a what racist statement like? come on now that's a racist statement okay. It, it is racist. It's ignorant at the very least, and racist at the higher end of it. It's just, just idiotic. Did he say like the, the white guys with their white skin and the, and the white jersey? You can't see them coming. Does he you say that? You no. can't see the ball like in baseball. Yeah, if I wear a white, if I wear a white jersey in baseball and the sleep. Like that, that is dumb. Like in baseball, you know, like yeah, if it's in the shadows, maybe it's hard to see if you're wearing a white jersey and you got sun and you're in the shadows of a hitter. Yeah, maybe, but that's not talking about somebody's skin color. It's an asinine comment. It's ignorant as hell, and that's just dumb. Um, Lamar Jackson is playing unbelievable. Baltimore's got a really good running game, the best kicker in the league. They're they're the best team in football right now because the Patriots, quite frankly, have not played like the best team in football or in the AFC. Okay? Um, Baltimore's a real threat, and they might win the whole thing this year or at least get there. Uh, as far as Buffalo, I, I like Buffalo, really. I, I, I like Allen. Allen's pretty good. I like their defense. Their defense put a hurting on put a hurting on Dallas uh, Thursday night. That's that Singletary guy is not bad either. Um, but like, I, I'm just gonna finish my reaction because honestly, I'm be, I, I'm picking with my heart over my head. My head says pick Baltimore because they're better, and my heart's like. Dude, I don't want Baltimore to win. I want the number one spot. Um, and, you know, since I want the number one spot, I'm going to um, I'm going to pick the Buffalo Bills plus the five and a half to get it done Sunday at home in front of the Bills Mafia at Orchard Park, New York. Uncle Trevor, what do you think? Uh, both of these teams are very similar. They're very well coached. They have good defenses. In my, they have good running games. In my opinion, they have they have very flawed passing games. Both teams. Last week, Mr. Jackson, you know, he ran over 100 yards. Had 100 yards of rushing. That was a great game of running. He had had about 105 passing. 49ers were able to basically control their passing game and. You know, he beat them running, or maybe Garoppolo beat them. Who knows? Basically, I, don't, I really don't care for either one of these teams passing the ball. I mean, I like Lamar Jackson as a person. He, he's a threat to go all the way when he's running the ball. He can, he's better passing than he was last year. But if I'm going to do it, if I'm going to lose to Baltimore, I'm going to make them beat me passing the ball. I'm not going to let them beat me running the spread read option, having him run all over your defense. That is not going to happen. Now, I think Buffalo, that's a strategy Buffalo is going to play this week. And we're the same with Baltimore. If Buffalo is going to beat me, they're going to beat me with Josh Allen beating me through the air. I don't, I don't know if he can. So this is, both of these teams are very well coached. The last time Buffalo had a, a big home game, they let the Eagles run all over them, which is why, and Bone was a good running team, which is why it gives me a little bit of pause to pick Buffalo. 
because I can see because both was a better running team than Philly. So I, knowing that I just I don't have faith. When I saw that, that sticks in my mind the way Philly ran up and down the field on Buffalo in their own stadium. I can see Baltimore doing the same thing again. And I really have no faith in Josh Allen. I picked Buffalo last week because I knew there was the revenge of that little slot receiver. What's his name? Cole Beasley. Buffalo. Yeah, see, I, I knew he has been throwing darts at Jerry Jones and Jason Garrett for like 12 months now, or 10 months. He's been waiting for this game. So I knew he, I knew he was going to come out and, and just get mad. So he, that's what he did. But that was a – Josh Allen isn't that good. <laughs> he, he did good last week because I don't have any faith in Dallas' defense. Baltimore has a good defense. So, unfortunately, even though I really don't like Baltimore and I want to see him lose, I got to pick them to win. Until so Buff, Buffalo shows me. That they're, they're they're legit. Beating Dallas doesn't prove that to me. Everyone beats Dallas. I want to see them beat a real team. You know something. You know you just need to stop. <laughs> you need to stop. Well, well, refute the statements, well, well I mean, you know, your your thoughts okay. on Buffalo and uh, Buffalo and the uh, Baltimore Ravens. I'm sorry, can't talk. Okay, so everyone doesn't beat Dallas, but what they do is everyone gets hyped for Dallas. You know, everyone is gunning for America's team, and we are, in a lot of cases, their Super Bowl. That's what happens when you play Dallas. And if we happen to have an off day, then we we get beat, and then people are like, oh, don't get beat. You know, you don't say that with with the other team. Yeah, people don't. Now, I'm sorry, the only other team that they would say that would be New England. So Dallas and New England get beat. Those are Super Bowl team, you know, plays for people like, oh, Buffalo or Detroit or people like that who, you know, aren't typically in the playoffs year after year after year, right, or not good all the time. So that's what happens when they play Dallas. Anyway, uh, yeah, Josh Allen looked like a Super Bowl quarterback last week. He was hyped up. But I can guarantee you, you'll get brought down to earth next week against Baltimore's defense. They're going to eat him for lunch, for real, for real. Uh, Earl Thomas and all these guys, they're going to come after him. And he's not very accurate. So we'll see how inaccurate he actually is next week. Or I should say on Sunday. So... Baltimore's defense is going to swarm. They're going to take care of any running game that Buffalo has. So I'm not worried about the defensive side of the ball. As far as the offensive side for Baltimore, yes, I know you want Lamar Jackson to throw and not be able to win by throwing, but I think he's going to surprise you. He'll be able to actually throw against you and run against you and then hand the ball off to Mark Ingram to beat you as well. Okay, so to me, Baltimore has the better all-around overall team, including their special teams, and I think it's going to be too much for, um, for Buffalo to handle. Okay, I don't think this game is going to be close. Baltimore will walk into Buffalo, let's say hi to Niagara Falls, do a little tour, go beat Buffalo, and come on back down here to Maryland. And they're going to come home with a win. 
Man, I really hope you're wrong about this. Oh, God. I mean, I, my, my, I already said I'm picking with my heart over my head because you're, you're right. Like, honestly, all the metrics, all the stats, and my eye test, I'm an Uncle Trevor, me and you are the same. I, I'm an eye test guy myself. Like, I got to see it. I got I to watch the teams. I, I'm not with this analytics crap and all that. No, dude. I got to see the people on the field do their job and make opinions from there. Um, but I hope you're wrong. I really hope you're wrong. But I can't really refute what you're saying. Like, yeah, Baltimore doesn't have a better defense than them, I don't think. Um, I, I think Buffalo's defense is actually really, really good. They're they're like the number three defense in total yards, I believe. Uh, I, I'll look that up for you right now. Um, Buffalo – see the matchup here. Buffalo is ranked third and pass, third against the pass, third in points, third in total yards. Um, so they, they, could, they could cause some problems here. Um, Baltimore ranks ninth in total yards, fifth in points, sixth against the roster, 13th against the pass. Now, that would only, that would matter if um, Buffalo had some decent skill players. I mean, they got John Brown, I think. I mean, that, that that's I mean that's Singletary and John Brown, the only guys on on there that I that I know of, or I think are any good. So I'm not real sure about the offense, but and and Uncle Trevor, I disagree with you um, because the Eagles game was not as big of a home game for Buffalo as the Patriots game earlier in Week Four. Um, and I watched that game, and to be honest with you, the Patriots played like straight garbage, and Buffalo should have won that game. And they did everything, including knock their, get their quarterback decapitated. Um, and they did everything but win the game. We tried to give it up to him. They didn't want to take it. We didn't play well. That was the first time that New England played a real team. Didn't, didn't look very well. Bill's Mafia was out in full force. Um, they played – if Buffalo had played 1% better, they win that football game. Um, I think the Eagles turned out to be – the Eagles at the time probably were a better, nice home team, but uh, like nice home game for them. But the Eagles are terrible, just like I said earlier. Um, I think this – for Buffalo, uh, this is the biggest home game since week four against the Patriots. All right, anybody else got uh, anything to say about this or shall we move on? We can we can go to the next game. We're we're moving on. All right, uh, next game, and we'll try and be a little bit quicker on this one, even though we'll all have a lot to say here. The 49ers and the New Orleans Saints Sunday um, in the Superdome. New Orleans is favored by two and a half. It started out as three. Um, they betters bought down to half point there. Um, so. Just a couple of notes. San Fran did not travel back to the West Coast to come back east, so maybe they'll be uh, playing a little bit better um, in New Orleans. Clinched the NFC South for the third straight year, uh, so they are guaranteed a playoff spot. Um, it's just a, mat- a matter of are they going to be the number one seed or are they going to be the number three or wherever their seeding is. But Uncle Trevor, we'll give this one to you. New Orleans, San Francisco, get us rolling on that. Wow, this is um, 49ers are at home, correct? 
No, New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Oh, see that? Well, that makes all the difference. Wait, like I said, your Garoppolo. I just don't trust him back there. He's probably the reason. I mean, he looked looked panicked last week when Baltimore got pressure on him. He's. I mean, he's a. He's. I'm not sure if you ever heard of Gregory Hines, late tap dancer. This guy can tap dance better than Gregory Hines when you get get in his face. <laughs> he's just back there hitting the ground, tapping, tapping, tapping. Like, I got to get rid of this ball before they come get me. I happy have no feet. faith in him. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, happy feet times 10. So, yeah, I, I really have no faith in Garoppolo. The quarterback matchup, Drew Brees versus Garoppolo, is, a, is, is not even a matchup. That's just, just, you know, Drew Brees is way better. 49ers win by running and with defense. And the, the coach knows, understands that. So, I mean, that's how they win. But if you stack the line, don't let them run, get in Garoppolo's face, you can shut down their offense. Man, New Orleans has been struggling lately. Drew Brees has been showing his age. Even at home, Atlanta came in there. And beat him down. Carolina took him to the final play. So, knowing that, I think it's going to be a, a tight, low-scoring game coming down to the last possession. I will give New Orleans the edge simply because I have no faith in Garoppolo winning the game for you when if he has to. And of course, you be the has done it a hundred times over his career. So my pick is New Orleans by a field goal. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I really I like that analysis a lot. Um, I'm really in agreement. I, I I agree with everything you just said. Um, Jim, Jimmy G. I mean, he fumbled the football um, in Baltimore, but I, I'll just be honest that that's kind of unfair to him. But it was kind of stupid um, for it was kind of stupid for Jimmy G. Um, not to go out for the pregame warmups in a monsoon. Dude, you got you got to throw a wet football. Go outside and get acclimated with the football. I mean, come on, come on, man. You're you're a better pro than that. You, you've been you've been around the game long enough to go out there and at least throw throw with the football. Because the first when he first started the game, like he was missing wide open player. I mean, it, it was it was not it was not very good. But to be honest with you, the weather played games on both teams. It was a disgusting day in Baltimore. And uh, the 49ers made a hell of a showing of themselves, in my opinion, coming from the coming from the West Coast all the way east, not kind of east, like, no, like the whole 2,800 miles or whatever it is, east of Baltimore, put on a great show in front of those crazy-ass fans of, fans of theirs. Um, and it came down to the final play. It was a well-played game. Um, it, it was well-played, 49ers really made a good showing of themselves. But unfortunately for the 49ers, with that loss and the Seattle win, you know, it, it was it went from they, them being the number one seed in the NFC to them dropping all the way to the five seed. And, yeah, it's as unfair as that is because they're going to end the season, what, Mark, what do you think, four, five games better than Dallas? I mean, just a, it was just a matter of if they, Dallas finishes with nine wins or eight wins. I mean, San Francisco can finish with 12, 13, maybe. Um, and if that were the case, and Seattle finishes 14 and 2 or 13 and 3, and with the tie break over them, the Dallas Cowboys will be hosting the 49ers. 
um, after the 49ers started at 8-0. So this is just a massively important game on their side. As far as the Saints are concerned, Uncle Trevor's right on the money. The Saints did not look very impressive. Taysom Hill looked impressive against the Atlanta Falcons, but, I mean, that's the Atlanta Falcons. They stink. That, 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 doesn't, do, that, that, that doesn't move me. Um, you, you know, the, the Saints have not faced a top five offense. Uh, top, yeah, top five offense. I was listening uh, today doing my research. They haven't faced a top five offense since week four. Against the, and ironically, Mom, that was against the Dallas Cowboys. The last time they mm-hmm. faced a, a, a top-five offense. So, now New Orleans has had a very easy schedule up to this point. Well, the, the easy schedule stops here. You got the 49ers defense. Nick Bosa is an absolute monster. Love that guy. Love what he's doing. Um, he, he gets after the quarterback, puts pressure on Drew Brees, and Drew Brees, like Tom Brady, is a statue. The guy's not going anywhere. So, you know, the Saints offensive line's got to do a, do a hell of a job blocking him. I like the San Francisco secondary. Richard Sherman's had a big resurgence for them. I could see Drew throwing one or two picks today, or Sunday, excuse me. But to me, you're right. It comes right down to this, Uncle Trevor. Do you trust Jimmy Garoppolo? Do you trust um, Drew Brees? And, excuse me, Drew Brees got, what, 30 – 35 to 40 game-winning drives or something along those lines. I mean, this guy's been there and done that. He's one of the all-time greats. And as much, like I, I say it every week, as much as I like Jimmy Garoppolo, you're not on that level, man, not just yet. Um, and for that reason and that reason alone, and it's in the Superdome and the Saints need it because they could be the number one seed in the NFC, um, I'm going to pick the Saints. I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, going to be low, like typical game, typical. Um, sorry, I, I, I'm, the word's not coming in my mouth, but it should be just like San Francisco's game against Baltimore. It might come down to the last play of the game, and Lutz kicks like a forty-something yard field goal at the buzzer. Uh, I'll pick the Saints, twenty-three to twenty. Mom, you finishes out in this game here. Yeah, I'm really concerned with New Orleans and if they're going to have the the drive to really go out there and have a positive showing against the 49ers because they've already wrapped up the uh, NFC South. So are they going to be motivated to keep playing at a high level to maintain the number one seed or are they going to drop off a little bit? Say, oh, we know what, we're in the playoffs. You know, we'll probably have a home game even if we drop to number two. Um, so that is a concern for me. And like Trev said, Drew Brees has dropped off with his um, his play. Trust me, my fantasy numbers bear that out. Uh, Taysom Hill, he, he was great last week, but I don't know if he's a regular kind of guy in their offense. So New Orleans' defense is going to have to really step up and I think carry them through these next few games until they get to the playoffs when – you know, New Orleans will probably regroup and really go full force and um, try and make some noise in the playoffs. But uh, San Francisco does worry me. You know, are they a faux, you know, great team? Are they just benefiting from the fact that they play Arizona twice? The Rams weren't really playing that well for a minute. You know, so is that why they were 8-0 and they've kind of come down to earth a little bit? 
So I'm, I'm really a little concerned with the play of uh, San Francisco. But to the point that was made, Richard Sherman is having a great year. Nick Bosa is also a very good player uh, for the 49ers defense. So, again, I'm looking at defense carrying uh, those two teams through to the playoffs. But uh, as far as this particular game, to me, it's toss-up. But because they're playing in New Orleans, I will give New Orleans the benefit of winning, but it, it will be a close game. It won't be a blowout by any means on either side. Yeah, uh, I, I think we're all in agreement there. Uh, that that's this is a game you sit down and watch uh, if you if you can. Uh, think uh, nope, it's not going to be on the Fox Channel here. But uh, if you got Red Zone, definitely uh, try and tune into that game. They'll they'll have that um, on your Red Zone channel, um, hopefully on Sunday. So should be an absolutely fantastic game. All right, we're gonna move on to the next one here. Uh, Real quick, I mean, we'll talk talk about Tennessee and Oakland real quick. Um, I just got a couple things to say on this. Uh, Oakland got just boat raced. I told you it wasn't going to go well for Derek Carr in Kansas City, and it didn't. They lost by 31, and, you know, that pretty much uh, ended their, their run at the AFC West. Uh, Oakland can still get a wild card, but they're going to have to do a number on the Titans, which – since uh, Mariota got best and Tannehill got in, I mean, Tennessee's looked really good. You know, and, uh, and on a side note, they were talking on talking on first take today, and Stephen A. was saying, they, you know, Tom Tom Brady actually does get booted out of New England. He should go down to Nashville with Mike Vrabel. And uh, I, I, I don't hate it. I mean, Tannehill's nice. I mean, I, I like him. He's doing a pretty good job. Uh, for them, but uh, Tennessee runs the football and plays good defense. That's how Tennessee wins, period. Derrick Henry is a monster. Bob, your fantasy numbers bear that out, too. <laughs> Derrick Henry's unbelievable. Yes, sir. So, Absolutely. you know, hey, I, I think what Tennessee's going to do is do what they do best. They're going to play good defense. They're going to hand the ball off to Derrick Henry about 30 times, and they'll grind it out. And Ten Hill will make a couple good throws when he needs to. And I mean, not only do I think Tennessee could be a player in the wild card, I mean they could they they might be able to catch the Houston Texans. I'm not I'm not sure just yet on that front, but uh, a win Sunday in, in in the black hole would be a very good place to start if they want to get that done. I'll take Tennessee minus two and a half. Uh who I want here. Uncle Trevor, what do you think? I mean, everything that we've seen would point to Tennessee going into Oakland and beating them up pretty good. But NFL's been very unpredictable this year. I mean, Tennessee's, what, 7-5, and five, Oakland's 6-6. Six and six. Oakland's at home. Tennessee, they, although they look pretty good, Tannehill is still an average quarterback. He's not – I don't think he's better than um, Derek Carr. I – I am going to pick – I'm not going to spend much time talking about this game, but I'm going to pick Oakland, mainly because they're at home. Tennessee's a very physical team. They run the ball. The defense will beat you up a little bit. And now they got a, a better quarterback than Mariota. But I'm still not convinced. I'm, 
I mean, a couple of plays last week, that blocked field goal last week really changed that game. And Vinatieri is really destroying the Colts. I can't believe they haven't cut him yet. I, I don't know what they're thinking. I mean, how many games has he cost them this year? So I, I don't know what the Colts are doing, but the Colts are doing pretty good. They had a tie game. And then you know, Vinatieri gets his kick blocked, running back for a touchdown, and that changes the whole game. I think, I think Oakland's going to win this game being at home. It's a, it's a close game, but I'm going with the home team in this one. All right. Uh, Mom, what do you think? I don't have much to say on this game. I I never know which Oakland team is going to show up. Just when I think I have them figured out, then I don't. So, you know, I want to see them win despite the head coach they have. I like the team. But they they're just not consistent. You know, so it's really a coin flip as to which one is going to show up. Now, you would think being at home, that would give them more energy because that crowd is, is wonderful out there, too, um, in the black hole. But I don't, is this the last? This is not the last home game, is it, for the Raiders in Oakland? Do you know? They may have, they may have one or two more, but I, I think okay. they may have one or if two more, but it's not. Yeah, if it's the last game, then I pick Oakland. If it's not, I'm going to pick Tennessee because they're a more consistent team to me than Oakland. Not by much, but they're more consistent. So that's sort of where I stand. I'm going to look up to see how many more home games Oakland has. So when we make our picks, then I'll tell you who I'm going to pick. All right, fair enough. Uh, it's going to be another big game. Got major playoff implications as well. So we will see. Uh, how that shakes out. We're going to take one one more quick break and tell you that you are listening live to the Always 100 podcast live on Block Talk Radio, blocktalkradio.com. Call in number always there for you, 347-857-4368, 347-857-4368. Please find the show, like, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and uh, see what you think. Um, so give us some feedback so we can improve on uh, we want to make this show the best that it can be. And uh, we thank you guys genuinely for listening to the show. And, uh, yeah, this is the Always 100 Podcast. Hope you guys are enjoying it so far. With that being said, it's time for me to quickly talk about the Patriots in Kansas City. As many of you, many both of you know or some of you that don't. Uh, I picked the Kansas City Chiefs earlier in the year to go to the Super Bowl over my Patriots. Now, I didn't see Baltimore coming. I uh, definitely didn't see that coming at all. Um, uh, but I picked Kansas City over the Patriots because at some point it was a uh, it was a talent game, um, and the Patriots did not have the talent uh, for the uh, Kansas City. So here's here's my deal here. The, the line is three, New England, over under is 49. going to be 29 degrees um, at game time, 40% chance of rain and snow, got eight-mile-an-hour winds. Okay, so we got that, got that out of the way. I'm just going to give you some of the big uh, stats here for both of these teams. On, K- on Kansas City's side, Kansas City, is 24th rushing the football on offense. 
Now, they're third in passing, they're fourth in total yards, and they're third in points. And they're third on third and third down percentage, completing nearly 47% of their third downs. On the flip side, the Patriots are 14th in total yards offensively, and they're, they're tied for 21st rushing, and they're 16th um, on third down. So, obviously, KC's got a better offense. Uh, why that is, we can get into that at a later date and time. Um, but long and short of it, I, don't, I think the Patriots just don't have enough talent to do it, and we might need to bring that head case Antonio Brown back um, and take our chances because um, we got receivers who can't get open or, or and win one-on-one man coverage. Mom could attest to that. She watched the game Sunday night. Uncle Trevor, you can too because you saw you, you, get, you saw some of that same thing too. And, yes, I understand Tom could do a better job uh, maybe throwing a couple jump balls to these guys, but when you got all slot receivers and the kill Harry, it's kind of hard to do that. So um, that that's my take offensively. Kansas City doesn't run the ball very well, and the Patriots on defense um, are fifth against the rush. Um, and so we, we can do a good job stopping their running game, but we're so putrid off ourselves running the football, I think that cancels it out. Uh, because some somebody's got a Sony, Sony Michelle imposter playing running back. I mean, I don't know what the hell happened to this guy, but um, this guy just forgot how to run the football and hit holes, and it's it's hard to watch. I can barely – I can't stand watching it anymore. Um, I, I'm not sure if he's been thrown in the doghouse. I'm not sure what happened to him. But, um, you know, we we got to get this run game better to take some of the load off of Tom here uh, because Tom has not been playing very well and it doesn't help that it doesn't help that he didn't have a lot of talent to go with it um, but look what, what does this all mean for, for me the biggest matchup is the Patriots offense and the Kansas City defense because everybody's going to tell me it's the flip side you know Mahomes against the defense last year put up 40 points damn near at 400 yards passing in this building and put up 40 you know we, we had him contained for a half you look up the guy them through for four touchdowns in the second half you know that's that, that's what he does same thing in the championship game I mean, we we beat him up we got got sacks on him we did a lot of good stuff defensively in the first half the guy comes out catches his win and then he turns back into what was the MVP of the week. Uh, this guy is capable of exploding on you. Kansas City's capable of exploding on you. And, you know, for, for me, I, I'm going to pick Kansas City, and it's hard for me to say, but I'm going to pick Kansas City plus three. Um, because at the end of the day, while yards might not win games, points sure do, and the Patriots don't score a lot of them. And unfortunately, you're going up against a team that does. And it has all the makings of Kansas City blowing us out. Um, the only saving grace is Kansas City's defense sucks. They stink defensively. Um, and that's the only good thing about this. Um, I hope to be wrong as hell about this, but I, I don't think I'll be wrong about this one. I think I think Kansas City... Uh, wins 27 to 20. 
Uh, Mom, go ahead. Yeah, I'm not a fan of New England's offense. I mean, they are very vanilla, very pedestrian. Uh, I, I, I've been watching you, watching your team and their offensive woes all season. And, you know, you're obviously always beside yourself, and I understand why. Uh, if it weren't for your defense, your team would be in big trouble right now. Uh, that said, I don't think they're going to fold up like a cheap suit against the Chiefs, but I don't think that they're going to win, unfortunately for you, Quinn. Uh, Mahomes has been okay since he's been back. He's not been the dominant player that he was before he dislocated his kneecap. Uh, so I think he's still sort of getting back into his groove. Uh, Kansas City's defense was never any good in the last you know couple of seasons. So uh, in order to beat New England, though, the, the defense will have to up their game because I, I do believe that it also does come down to coaching. So, as we all know, Belichick beat uh, Andy Reid in a Super Bowl. Uh, this was a little while ago, but I still think that he has Reid's number. Uh, but maybe since then, Reid has learned a few things. Uh, I don't know. But said all that to say, I think overall Kansas City has a slightly better team because of their offense. And they will prevail on Sunday. Sorry, sweetie. Don't be sorry. I, I don't be sorry. I picked the I picked the Chiefs to win. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah, I know, but I know it hurts you. It pains you to do oh, that. Of course, it hurts me. But of course, it hurts me. But excuse me, I'll be tough not to see Philip. I'll be tough not to see Tom Brady throwing to the guy with the defender right next to him. I mean, how many times I have to see Sony Michelle get two yards? I mean, he's not Zeke Elliott. I mean, like, honestly, if he was built like Zeke Elliott, I'd just say keep running him. But he's not. And, you know, I'm sorry. The Patriots offense, I keep telling you guys this every week. I'm sorry. I understand the Patriots are 10 2. Part of that was a, an absurdly easy schedule. We understand that. Uh, they played three teams. They beat two, they lost to two of them. And this is a real team. And Kansas City's got real playoff aspirations and Super Bowl aspirations. Yeah, their defense is atrocious, but everyone knew that. It got, it's even worse than it was last year, if that's even possible, at least to my eye test. Um, but the bottom line is, yeah, you can't expect an immobile 42-year-old quarterback with no talent to beat somebody who's like two decades younger than him Way faster, more mobile, got a better arm, got the best tight end in football, one of the best deep threats in football, LaShawn McCoy. I, I mean, like, you got, they got their left tackle back. I mean, just, I mean, come on, what am I supposed to say about this? Like, you know, what, what am I supposed to say? Oh, Trevor, go ahead. I mean, everything you look at will point to a Kansas City coming in and just beating up on New England, laughing at them, running to score up on them, 50 to 10 kind of beatdown. That's how you would look at it. But New England has pride, number one. New England is well coached, number two. New England is at home, number three. Kansas City, I mean, Andrew Reid actually not done that bad against Belichick. 
his offenses have done better against Belichick than most teams. So, I mean, I don't really – they're not going to stop Mahomes for the entire game. But I think New England's offense is going to do better than what they did last week. They've heard everything, all, all the laughter at them this past week. And I'm sure they're going to, I'm sure they've gotten yelled at in practice. And I'm sure they're going to come out. They're going to run the ball. They're going to do that dink and dunk that they, they, they've been doing to everybody for the last 10 years that nobody can seem to stop, except maybe Baltimore. Certainly not Pittsburgh. So I – Kansas City really, you look, look on paper, really should destroy this team. But I don't think they're going to. Actually, I think New England's going to win. And they're going to say Brady's making a comeback. I can hear it now. Brady shuts up his critics. So I, I think New England's going to win. Unfortunately, I picked them to win maybe – Three three to ten point victory. Wow, ten point victory. Oof. I, I don't see. I, I don't see that. I mean, if we win, well, I would say it would come down to a field goal in the final seconds. But I don't even know where our kicker is, so uh, that, that's going to be out the window. I I have no faith in this team to to go beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I. I Kansas City, well, well, hell, I'll put it to you like this. Kansas City, if you don't beat this team now, you ain't never going to beat them, ever. You're never going to beat them. Just, you know, this is, you will never beat the Patriots, Kansas City, if you don't do it now. And I think they will. I don't, I, I want to be wrong, truthfully. I, I want I want to see the Patriots conjure it up. I want to see, I, I, I want to see Brady turn back the clock and turn back into that dude. But unfortunately, he don't have – look, at, at the end of the day, it's a talent game. Um, you know, the players are make the plays on the field. You know, so, you know, we can always talk about is the coach or court. No, man, the players got to go out on the field and make the plays. The coach can scheme up whatever they want to scheme up, but if it's not good enough, the players don't execute, you're not going to win. And that's just the way it is. Uh, for me, I just think Kansas City's better. Um, Mahomes, I, 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 I'm so, I'm so frustrated because I, I, I want to win. I'm so competitive. I'm gonna keep Mahomes in against, against, against my team Sunday. Him and Travis Kelsey, or, or at least Mahomes. I'm, not, I'm not really sure about Kelsey just yet, but I just don't see it. I'm sorry. I mean, the Texans' defense is terrible, and the Patriots' offense was even worse than that. So, if you can't score anything on them, I ain't got much of a shot um, against Patrick Mahomes. And that's what it comes down to. Uh, And I'm going to be watching intently, and we will see what happens. Final game on the slate, Seattle at uh, the Los Angeles Rams on Sunday night football. Um, I, I don't have a lot to say about it. Let's just be honest here. Seattle's better than the Rams. The Rams beat up on the Cardinals because the Cardinals are not very good, and that's what you're supposed to do. Um, I don't see it. I think Seattle, Russell Wilson's going to make a dent in the MVP case. They'll make a dent in the NFC West. Um, I just They'll finally – Put, put Los Angeles out of their misery for this year. 
I'll take Seattle in the one point to get it done in the Coliseum on Sunday. But as always, Mom and Uncle Trevor, it's going to be a close game because Seattle don't blow nobody out. Uh, Give me Seattle (laughs) and the one. Uh, Mom, go ahead. Yeah, so Arizona served as the Rams' get-right game. So Jared Goff looked like he deserved that 100 was it 140 million or 110 whatever it was 100 yeah, 134 million. yeah I think 110 million yeah. guaranteed yeah 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 that's a lot of money and he's not been playing up to par as far as someone who received that kind of funds except for on Sunday I mean Tyler Higby uh, Cooper Cup all those guys I mean they were just catching balls right and left I'm like oh. Man, Jared Goff, man, he's doing really well. They get to step back and say, oh, but wait, they're playing the Arizona Cardinals defense. Okay. So let's kind of pump the brakes here on the Rams. Um, But to your point, Quinn, I don't think that they're going to have enough firepower for Seattle's defense, which is very good, in case you haven't noticed. No, it's Um, not. No, it's not. Seattle's defense is not good. No, it's not. No, 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 it's not. Seattle's defense is They're good enough to keep them in some games. Okay, I and, I and help that. Seattle they win. Yeah, they, they, they stink defensively. No, no, they don't. Keep going. Why? Cause, what, cause, because Tampa Bay almost beat them? Because they gave up 34 <laughs> points to Jameis Winston. They gave up 30 mm-hmm. points to Cousins. And if the, if the Minnesota guy had freaking held on to the ball, they probably would have gave up a touchdown to Cousins. Okay? Like, just, you know... You know, we, we were we were just sitting here like, wow, can Cousins actually do this thing? And this dude fumbled the ball right on cue. You know, it, it, was, yeah. it was incredible. You know, Seattle Seattle's defense gave up 28 to Cleveland. I mean, come, come on, this defense is not very good. They got good players. They got Clowney. They got Wagner. They got K.J. White. That's about it. I mean, I'm so Seattle. glad I got you riled up. <laughs> just, just, it's very just, easy to I mean, do, just you know. stop it. Huh? Yeah, no, I mean, just <sighs> stop. They're not very good. I mean, it just is what it is. And I think the Rams can put points up. Seattle's going to put points up, and that's really what it is. See, the Rams can't stop anybody. Seattle can't stop anybody. Bet the well, over. You You're going to bet the game. Jer- Look, it comes down to Russell Wilson. He's a better quarterback than Jared Goff. He's not going to make the mistakes that Jared Goff is going to make in this game. And that's going to be the difference in this game. So, Seattle wins because of Russell Wilson. And the running game. Did you see uh, Carson and Penny Monday night? That was an now, awesome Now, that is right good. There. Now, now that, the, the running game is very good. That's what is good about them. Them, them and Russell Wilson. That Metcalf. So, I yield the floor to my brother, Trevor. Seattle's been winning with smoke and mirrors. I mean, like I said, they're basically, they're not a bad team, but they're not a 10-2 team either. I I, I think the Rams still, it's up to Todd Gurley, though. Todd Gurley shows up this week, just like he did last year. The Rams win. Amen. Aaron Donald is going to be having himself some Russell Wilson sandwiches. Like, 
Khalil Mack's going to have it in about 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and that's the Rams a little like they did last year. It's all the Todd Gurley. He's the X factor. So if he shows up, the Rams win. If he gets five carries, six carries, and this is an afterthought, then Seattle might win. I mean, Seattle just every game is down to the wire. And they've been very fortunate so far. And right now they're going to go to the playoffs. But, you know, they've been getting fortunate breaks, you know, which is good. I mean, you know, sometimes you make your own breaks. But right now I'm picking the Rams to win. I think that, that game last week gave them some confidence. I think they're going to they're gonna let them charge in the up. And, I mean, like the last game they played was a missed field goal, which I prevented them from beating Seattle in their own place. Did he really miss it? But did, did he miss it or did he kick it over the crossbar? I mean, I, I'm not sure if he missed it. I think he kicked it over the – I don't know what that means. Like, like if it's inside the crossbar but he kicked it over the crossbar, what, is, what does that mean? I, I don't I – Oh, don't know. Yeah, that's going inside. Think, yeah, okay. it has to go inside the crossbar. It can't go directly okay. over. So, ah, okay. So even, so if it goes over, it's it through. Okay. So yeah, so it's going. I mean, it's, like I said, Seattle never really just doesn't get blown out, and they don't blow anybody out. So you know, I think it's Todd Gurley. Is that back to his old self? Rams win. Yeah. I guess I'm picking the Rams for now. Yeah. Well, they they got they they showed the double doink on on TV there, mom. Uh, so, man, just to make Bears fans re- relive that again. Uh, so, oh, that's a great segue, guys. Great job on the analysis. Uh, bit, good game segment uh, uh, preview here. It's a very good, very good job. I, I like that, mom. I think we're all continue that for the rest of the season here, including the playoffs. I find find a matchup. You know, do some in depth, more in depth, uh, you know, preview about it. You know, we could talk about what we see or what what the stats say. Um, I think that's uh, gave a better, a bigger uh, boost to our um, game preview segment. So, good job by you for making that uh, uh, making that suggestion there. And if I could, I'd like to take the floor for about two minutes and try and do a quick trivia. Segment well, because I well, received you, some feedback. Okay. Huh? I received some feedback from one of our listeners who said that I'm too tough on you guys when I uh, have some of these questions. That's you, Paul. I'm talking to you, Paul. Thanks for the feedback. Um, so I wanted to give you guys two quick questions and see if I'm still too tough. And then if so, I will try and. Uh, look for some different types of questions next time. Do you have do you have about three minutes? Yeah, I mean it's it's up to you. Your this is your game. How, how long you want to do this? Because you got to pick the games too. You got got ten yeah, minutes I mean, of game time. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Trivia Thursday. Here we go. And I'm going to go to you first, uh, Trev. Who has the highest career completion percentage? in Super Bowl history at 70%. And the hint is he won three Super Bowls. Wow. 
I have no idea. Three Super Bowls. That's, that's going to narrow it down. It wasn't Bradshaw. It wasn't Staubach. It wasn't Montana. I mean, it wasn't Elway. Goodness. Oh, who won three? This is stumping me. Well, oh, while yeah, you're thinking, know. okay, Quinn, what's your what's your guess? I I mean, the only person that I can think of that's a oh, quarterback is Troy Aikman. I know. That's yeah. what I think. I think it's Troy Aikman. Yeah. yeah. I did yeah eliminate. I did eliminate other people. I finally got down to Aikman. Because they they did one three. Yes. Yes. Troy two. Aikman. Excuse you. They won three, including one against Pittsburgh. Neil O'Donnell. Uh, Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman had 70% completion. Joe Montana was second with 68%. That's the Neil O'Donnell Bowl. (laughs) Okay. Now, this is the easiest one of them all. Next question. The NFL has had three commissioners since 1960. Who are they? Quinn. Uh, well, I think in no particular order, I think it was Roselle, Tagliabue, and uh, Goodell, who hates the Patriots and the Cowboys. Trev? Yes, I agree with Quinn. I've forgotten about Goodell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was trying to remember his name. <laughs> yes, Pete Roselle from 1960 to 1989. Paul Tagliabue, 1989 to 2006, and Roger Goodell, 2006 until the present. So that, my friends, is your Trivia Thursday. Thanks for indulging me, Quint. And thank you, Paul, for pointing out that I'm too hard on these guys. Yeah, thanks, 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 Uncle Paul. The questions are about scrubs. We got a question about winners. <laughs> we, we don't know about scrubs or scrub players. <laughs> Bob, Bob, he's right though. He's right though. But look, but look here, look here, Bob. Look here, you got you got eight minutes of game time here. I, I, we're not going to keep you past past eight twenty here. Uh, by the way, uh, get all the phone and fix your uh, get fiddle with your fantasy lineup right now, so you don't come down to you know come down to the final seconds here, trying to put a tight end in, in, in the lineup when you thought you had a tight end. So might want to do that as we're picking games here. Okay. Oh no, I did that like yesterday. Okay, good. All right, look here. It's time for the pickup segment. Uncle Trevor, winner again this for for last week. Uh, it's time for us to do a little bit better. I had atrocious. I had an atrocious showing last week, and we fixing to change that right now. Here we go, Dallas and Chicago. Uncle Trevor, who do you have? Chicago. Uh, Mom, obviously Dallas. Minus three. Uh, what did I say earlier? I, yeah, I picked Dallas because, uh, quite frankly, I just I, I'm not picking Mitchell Trubisky even over Dak Prescott. I'm just not doing it. Give me the Cowboys minus. I think Cow- you're offended by that, but go ahead. <laughs> well, well, mom, he ain't he didn't play very well last week, and he's a, and he's a leader of a six and six team. What do you want me to say? He's stink. Moving like, on. Carolina and the Atlanta Falcons. I've got uh, 
uh, somebody. I, I'm not really sure. I, 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 you know what? I'll pick. I was going to pick Carolina. Yeah, I'll pick Carolina plus three. Mom, who do you have? Atlanta. And then Trevor? Yeah, Atlanta. Uh, yeah, Carolina lost to the Redskins. I'm not, not exactly. Uh, yeah, never mind. You know what? I changed my pick. I'll pick Atlanta minus, minus three. They lost to the coach. All right. Uh, yeah, yep. and the coach. They lost to the Redskins and the coach. Okay. Baltimore, Buffalo. Mom, who do you have? Baltimore, Flock. And Uncle Trevor? And Baltimore. Uh, <laughs> my head says Baltimore, heart says Buffalo, and I do things with the heart. Let's go with Buffalo. Buffalo, one guy to Buffalo, Sunday in Orchard Park, plus the five and a half, please. Cincinnati and the Cleveland Browns. It's not exactly as easy as you think, but I'll take I'll take Cleveland minus the big number here, seven and a fish hook. I'll take Cleveland minus. Uncle Trevor, what do you have? Cleveland. Mom? Cleveland. Redskins, Green Bay. I don't think any of us are picking the Redskins, but Mom will be laughing extremely hard two of our hated teams, if the Redskins were to beat the Green Bay Packers, I sure to think how hard she would laugh. But I don't think you're picking the Redskins, are you? Oh, gosh. I don't want to pick either one, but uh, I'm going to pick Green Bay. I'll go Green Bay. All right, clean sweep. Same thing with Minnesota. I don't think you guys are anybody picking Detroit here, or can we move on? Mom, no. Minnesota. Uncle Trevor, Minnesota as well. Yep. San Francisco, uh, clean sweep uh, for Minnesota. San Francisco and the New Orleans Saints. Uh, if it was in, if it was in California, I pick uh, the Forty ers Since it's not in California, good luck. I'll pick the Saints minus two and a half. Uncle Trevor, who do you have? New Orleans. And mom? Thanks. Miami and the New York Jets. Mom, who do you have here? Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, goodness. I'm going to pick the Jets. The Jets are at home, by the way. So maybe that's. That's why I'm picking the Jets. Uncle Trevor? I pick the Jets. Uh, I won't. I'll, I'll pick the Dolphins plus the points, and because last time I picked the Jets, they laid an egg, a big one. So we'll see. The Indianapolis Colts are at the Buccaneers. Uh, luckily, the Colts play in a dome, so they don't have to thaw out that much. Um, uh, I don't know if I want to pick Jameis Winston. I, I'll just pick Indianapolis for absolutely no reason. Mom, who do you have? Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to have to be the Colts. All right, Uncle Trevor? Upset special, Tampa. <laughs> I, I don't really know if that's an upset, to be quite quite honest with you. I don't really think it's yeah. an upset. Um, I'll, I'll take the Houston Texans minus nine against the Broncos. Uh, it would be an upset if the Broncos won. 
I don't see it. Give me the Texans minus nine. Uh, Uncle Trevor, who do you have? Uh, I guess Houston. And then Mom? Houston. All right. All right. Does anybody know who's going to win the Chargers and the Jaguars? I mean, why we have to pick this game, I'm not sure, but the football guys have given us the Chargers and the Jaguars to pick. Uh, you know what? Since Minshew is starting, I'll, I'll, I'll pick the Jaguars plus the three. Mom? I say I want to pick the Chargers. You saw you, you saw how they lost, though, right, last week? It, you know, and Jacksonville wasn't any good either. So, you know, I don't know. It's it's truly a coin flip. I might change my mind on this one come Sunday. Mm. Yep. Uncle Trevor? I mean, I guess it's which team is, is more sober. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> Neither one. Neither one. So, I, I, I guess I'll pick a charge. Well, look, look, both of them will drive you to drink. That's for sure. Oh. Yeah. Especially I mean, they the got Chargers. nothing to play for. No. Uh, well, we, we'll, we'll go to two teams that do have something to play for, the Tennessee Titans and the Oakland Raiders. I said earlier, I like the Raiders, uh, but I like what Tennessee's doing more. Give me the Titans minus two and a half. Uncle Trevor. Oakland. And then, Mom? Tennessee. Tennessee. All right. My game. Uh, not – you know what? You have to ask me this time because I'm picking Kansas City plus the three. Um, I don't. I don't want to. It makes me sick saying it. I'm probably going to be wrong, but you know what? I want to be wrong on this one. Give me the Chiefs plus the three, and hope for the best. Uh, Mom. KC. And then Uncle Trevor. New England. All right, Pittsburgh and the Arizona Cardinals. All right, Uncle Trevor, do your boys get it done again and move to eight and five on the season? Hey, if I, if I keep picking Pittsburgh to lose, maybe they keep winning. As I'm using reverse psychology, Arizona. All right, <laughs> Arizona. Okay, wow. Uh, mm, Arizona, not psych. I'm picking Pittsburgh. <laughs> You're picking Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah. Um, do I want to pick Duck Hodges or Kyler Murray? Man, I don't know. But I got to hurry up because they're about to kick off here. Um, let's go. Let's go. Let's go with Pittsburgh, and I might change my mind on this game. I'll, I'll go with Duck Hodges for now. All right, Seattle. I, I got Seattle minus the one against the Rams. I'm not sure if I want to walk and load that just yet. Uh, but I've got the Seahawks minus the one. Mom, who do you have? Seattle. And Uncle Trevor? The Rams. Rams. And Monday night, the Giants, the rebirth of one Eli Manning coming back out of his hiding spot to go face the Philadelphia Eagles on Monday night. Um Honestly, I would pick the Giants, but the, the Giants stink. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. They just do. Give me the Eagles, minus the nine. I'm not real happy about it, but I'll take Philadelphia, minus nine. Uncle Trevor. Man, this is this is a game that make adults cry, not just babies. <laughs> adults <that> cry. <laughs> oh, 
The Eagles, Eagles eight, the Giants three. Stop, stop. Eight to three. What? Stop. No, no, come on, give us a real score. Give, give us a real that, that's score. A two, that's a safety and two field goals. Eight points. That's not going to happen. What are the odds of two safeties? Well, they want no, it's not two safeties. It's going to be a touchdown with the two-point conversion for the eight and then a field goal. That's how you get there. Eight to two field goals okay. with safeties. Oh, gosh. Anyway. Not, anyway. anyway, it's not going to happen that way. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Bob, who do you have? Okay, so I'm going to do my thing. I'm picking Philly and rooting for the Giants. It, it helped right, it last, worked last week. week. It, it worked last right. week. It sure did. Well, your Cowboys are third and three uh, as we're signing off here uh, to, to end the show here. Let's watch this play. Dak goes back to throw, and it's a first down completion Ooh. to Randall Cobb as he got absolutely hammered by whoever hey, that safety was. Hey, who did you was. pick? And what? For Philly and the Giants. Who did you pick? The Eagles. Eagles eight, Giants three. Oh. Okay. 11 points. Now I'm trying to fill out your sheet, so I, want, I didn't okay. I missed you okay. picked. Yeah, Eagles eight, Eagles eight, Giants three. But you know what? Hey, Eli beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl a couple times before, so maybe he'll bury Carson Wentz in the Eagles. Once and for all, what that goes back to throw and almost right off his hands, incomplete. Bye, guys. Let's go. Let's sign off here. This has been the Always 100 Podcast live, BlogTalkRadio.com. Thank you so much for listening. Find the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Next week, um, more big games. Uh, Cowboys-Rams play next week. I think that's the, the late game on Fox. So, We'll be talking about that. The Patriots play somebody of importance next week. I don't know who, uh, but we'll, we'll we'll get to that next week. This has been the Always 100 Podcast. Let's go watch some football. The Cowboys and the Bears on Thursday night. See you next week, and enjoy the games, guys, from Quinn, Mona, and Trev. See you next week. Peace.